Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can feel happier and more connected to their families. The topic of today's podcast is what your husband's anger might be telling you. But before we get started, I have something for you that will most definitely help with this topic. It is my free guide called Three Simple Things to Speak to Your Man's Heart Today. I will put the link for that in the show notes for you. And I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Now let's dive in and talk about what your husband's anger might be telling you. So a very sweet friend and I were talking on the phone the other day, and I was asking her about how things were going at home with her family. And she spent a few minutes telling me about what was going on with the kids. And then she mentioned that things were difficult with her husband. And when I asked what she meant, she explained that he is so mad at her all the time. And when she said that, little bells went off in my head because I knew probably exactly what was going on and why he was so mad. But sadly, my friend did not. And this is common for many of us women. So I asked her to give me an example of a time when her husband was mad recently. And so she recounted an incident where her daughter spilled milk while she was getting her cereal ready. And her husband was overreacting and like just yelling and being too harsh on the little girl. And so my friend didn't like how he was handling it. She didn't like how he was treating her daughter. And so she told him so. And then he got mad at her. And now the tension was high in the house. And so she said it has been like this for a while now. And I normally don't do this with my friends. But in this case, I felt compelled to put my coaching hat on. Because there's a difference in a response from a friend and a response from a coach. So normally, if one of my friends shares a problem like this with me, I would just listen and tell her that I hear her and that I'm sorry that she's feeling bad and I understand it's hard and I've been there too, you know, just acknowledge and show her that I'm there and be present. But as a coach, I can help my clients see their way out of the situation. I can help them get to the root of the problem and help them solve their problem. And this is why we all need a coach. We all need somebody who's on the outside of our problem who can look in and give us advice and not just like advice that a friend might give, like tried and true advice. Because with my friend, what was happening, the root of her problem was not the spilled milk. The root of the problem is that my friend was unknowingly making her husband feel like he was less than like he wasn't good enough as a father, like he was wrong, like she didn't respect him. And she kept doing it over and over, just not knowing that it was this big of a problem. But this is the ultimate betrayal for men. It is worse than them thinking that you don't love them. It hurts them deeply. This need for respect is hardwired into our husbands by God. Consider Ephesians 5.33 that says, However, each one of you must also love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. I don't know if you've ever noticed that before, but the verse tells our husbands to love us because that's what we need, and it tells us to respect our husbands because that's what they need. 
So you can see part of the problem is what we need is different than what our husband needs, but we don't know that. And so we're giving them what we need and we're unsure like why that isn't making them feel like they're getting what they need. Do you see what's happening? And so we're both frustrated and all we have to do is sort this out. And it's really, it takes practice, but it's not terribly hard, you guys. Like it's totally doable. So the problem that I explained to my clients is that women don't understand what respect looks like to a man. Women think they are being respectful. I've never talked to a woman who was purposefully being disrespectful. The problem is we just don't know because no one has ever taught us this stuff, right? Our intentions are pure, but they don't come off that way to our husbands. And unfortunately, our husband's reaction of anger in the situation isn't helping us learn either, right? Like that's just driving us away and driving us apart. And so now we're like just stuck in this disconnection and thinking like we're never going to get that connection back. But in truth, it's really not terribly hard. It just takes practice. So today I want to share with you what your husband means by respect, like what he needs so that you can have fewer can fewer disconnects in your marriage, fewer conflicts in your marriage, and more connection. So you guys, I'm just going to give this to you like directly and quickly, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So like, just get ready to take notes because here we go. There are a few bullet points here that you'll want to jot down. Men feel disrespected when we criticize them, interrupt them, contradict them, try to teach them something, point out a mistake they made, or try to help them. All of this is magnified if it is done in front of other people, even our children. So how you know your husband is feeling that disrespect is a reaction that you see of defensiveness or anger. It might help you to know that your husband is walking around every day with one question spinning in his mind, that question is, am I good enough? That is the question that keeps him up at night. That question is the culprit of his defensiveness. When you criticize him, interrupt him, contradict him, teach him, help him, or point out mistakes. Your husband deeply in the innermost fibers of his being wants to be respected for who he is and what he does. He wants you and the entire world to see him as fully capable. Author Shanti Feldhahn did research on this subject, interviewing men. 75% of men said they would rather feel unloved than disrespected. That is insane. And as a woman, we can't fathom that. Because for us, love is what we are after. Women want to be loved for who they are on the inside, but men are different. Your husband is different. He is after your respect, which means he wants to be respected for who he is on the outside, what he does, what he accomplishes. The crazy thing is that this type of respect comes to men more easily in the workplace than it does at home. And in Shanti's research, men told her they felt respected everywhere but at home. So like, ugh, there, right? Like we don't even know that we're disrespecting them, but they, they know about it, but they don't know how to communicate this to us, right? They, the way that they're communicating is their anger. 
but that's not clear to us. Like we're, we're clear that they're upset, but we just don't get it. Right. So frustrating. So men need us to respect three very specific things about them, their knowledge, their opinions, and their decisions. So when we criticize that or interrupt or contradict or teach or help or point out mistakes, they feel disrespected. You guys know that old joke about men not wanting to stop and ask for directions because they think it would make them look stupid. Well, that's, that's how they think. They have to figure it out for themselves so they can be respected. Now, me as a woman, if I didn't have my smartphone with my GPS, I would totally stop and ask for directions because I don't want to be driving around all, all over the place. And it doesn't make me feel stupid to ask for help. It's just different. So girlfriends, your husband needs to feel like you think he is Superman. And I know that this is really difficult when you're feeling frustrated, but it's worth working on. So if you feel yourself thinking that maybe you should work on this, like if this story is resonating with you or you can see any part of yourself or your relationship in it, I can recommend a couple of things to you. And, and what I recommended to my friend too. The first thing is apologize to your husband as soon as possible. Tell him that you recently learned something about the way you've been approaching him and about the way women are and about the way men are and that you learned that you have been hurting his feelings and that was not your intention. Your intention was to bring peace to the situation. But you can see that your response is bringing the opposite instead. It's bringing more tension and more disconnect. So tell him that you are going to be working on that. This is going to go a long way for him knowing that you've, you've got his back and that you really do care about him. And so that's step one. And then step two is in the future, when you have a problem with his parenting or something he's doing or not doing, just let it be in the moment, especially if you can't be calm and set a different time to talk to him about it. Okay, so like part of the problem that's happening is that we're handling it in the heat of the moment. And as you can see, that is not working. And so let's try something different. So set a separate time to talk to him about it when it's not in the heat of the moment. And then during that conversation, I want you to come with pen and paper and, I, and maybe questions, not like a grilling questions, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like a detective or, or an attorney or something like that. Just questions to understand him. And I only suggest the pen and paper in case you need to write, to write things down and that you don't have to do that, but it might help you like jot things down that he says, and it might help you stay calm. And, and what I would recommend is just really seek to understand him before you give him your opinion on it. You know, and so with my friend, you know, she could listen to why her husband handled it that way and, and what he was thinking and what's going on in his head. And the idea is that all of that is going to help her understand him more, be more connected to him, and he will feel more connected to her. And maybe she'll have some compassion. And then she can just say, you know, I just, you know, I just want peace in our house. And I want, and I want our kids to, you know, not worry about something like, you know, spilling milk or something like that. And so then maybe they can work out a plan. And so you can see this way, is going to bring you together as a team and cause more connection instead of the disconnection that like the fighting would cause, right? And so now the third thing that I would recommend, of course, I love learning. So is just finding a book to read about marriage, about the topic 
of respect. And then if you want to go even further, you know that I'm here and you can hire a coach to help you with your, with your specific situation that you have going on. And that's the way I often work with my clients. We usually read a book together and then work on the teachings in the book one week at a time. And this allows us a time to practice them. And then we work on any like specific instances that come up during the time that in between our sessions, you know, the time when the client's at home. And so this approach works better than you just reading a book at home alone, because when you do that, you just become a consumer of information, right? And that information doesn't do you any good if you aren't applying it. And so that's where a coach can help you. And so I just would urge you, if you are struggling in your marriage, don't wait to get help. You know, I read the statistic the other day that the average couple waits six years before seeking help in their marriage. You guys, that's crazy. There's no reason to be unhappy and struggling for six years, especially if what you've got going on is something so simple as this is just this lack of knowledge, right? It's just like a knowledge gap that nobody has taught us about. And when we learn what the how to bridge that gap, then we can create a happy marriage instead of an unhappy one. And I think waiting six years is way too long. Like you don't want to get to the point where it's too late, where you're just too disconnected, right? And so don't wait too long to ask for help. And I know that it can feel scary, but I'm telling you, like working with a life coach, when you work with a coach, like it would be just you and just me one-on-one. You don't have to drag your husband in marriage counseling. You don't even have to drag him into it. And that way it's less scary because that's the other part of the problem is many men don't want to go to marriage counseling. And so their wives don't ask or they just accept the no as the answer. Well, there is something you can do about it. You can work with a life coach and you can create a huge amount of change. And I want to tell you that my friend texted me that very same night. No, it was the next morning. She texted me the very next morning and she said, thank you so much for what you taught me today. Things are already so much better. Look at that, you guys. Like I had one conversation with her. I taught her one little thing that she didn't know and she took action and implemented it and her marriage is already improving. And so that is what I want for all of you guys. And it's not only for marriage relationships. These kinds of things work in other relationships too. So don't go it alone. Ask for help. All right. Okay. So thank you so much for listening in this week. Please let me know if you have any specific questions and remember to download your free guide that will help you help your husband feel loved and then join us on Facebook in the life design community. All right. Thank you. I'll see you next week.